Hola, hola, Dios te bendiga, Dios te guarde. Estás oyendo Café Prince Heart to Heart con Keisha Nieves. Y llevo hace un rato que no me conecto, pues estaba un poco ocupada. Pero hoy quería compartir con ustedes una palabra. Y es, estás cansado. Muchas veces nos cansamos porque estamos ajetreados, porque nos distraemos, porque nos sentimos que estamos en ese lugar donde en algún momento estuvimos. Nos desanima, desanimamos y empezamos a soltar muchas cosas o no sabemos cómo volver a levantarnos, no sabemos cómo volver a ese primer amor, no sabemos cómo volver a seguir la carrera. Pero algo que tenemos que entender a veces y es que tenemos que volver a Dios. Y no es que te hayas alejado, no es que te hayas apartado, no, 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 no te estoy diciendo eso. Sino volver a esa pasión que teníamos antes. Y nos preguntamos, ¿cómo? Esa es la clave, ¿cómo? ¿Me puedes decir, Keisha, que vuelve ese primer amor? ¿Me puedes decir, vuelve a ese fuego, vuelve esa pasión, vuelve ese amor? Pero, ¿cómo llego ahí? Pues es fácil la respuesta. Lo difícil a veces es hacerlo. ¿Por qué? Porque muchas veces sabemos la respuesta de lo que tenemos que hacer, pero sin embargo no lo hacemos. A veces queremos volver a donde estuvimos en algún momento sin volver a pasar el camino que tuvimos que recorrer. Cuando tú vas de un lugar a otro, Tienes que volver a recoger, recorrer el mismo camino una y otra vez. Cuando tú entras a una habitación y sales, cuando vas a entrar de nuevo tienes que volver a caminar el mismo pasillo. Pues es lo mismo con este camino. Saliste de, esa, de ese primer amor, saliste de esa pasión, de ese fuego, de esa unción, de todo eso que te daba determinación, te daba aliento te daba fuerzas pero no quiere volver a caminar el mismo pasillo no quiere volver a caminar o tomar esos mismos pasos de nuevo pues la realidad es que tienes que volver al principio tenemos que volver al principio tenemos que volver a lo básico a hablar con Dios vuelve a hablar con Dios hay una alabanza que dice, vuelve a hablar conmigo, aunque sea día a día. Vuelve a hablar conmigo, nos dice el Señor. Vuelve a esos momentos de intimidad. Vuelve a esos momentos donde solamente creías en Él. Esos momentos donde solamente anhelabas oír su voz donde no te importaba nada ni nadie sino esa relación entre tú y Dios que tu enfoque no era cómo tú me usas pero cómo te puedo agradar que tu enfoque era cómo te puedo representar de la manera correcta cómo puedo representarte en espíritu y en verdad que no era cuánto, cuánta unción tengo, sino cuánta santidad cargo. Hay que volver al principio a esos momentos donde no estabas buscando aprobación de hombre, pero estabas buscando la aprobación de Dios. Esos momentos que ya no tenemos con Dios de intimidad. Hay que volver de nuevo ahí. Porque es el único lugar donde vamos a encontrar esa pasión, ese amor, esa paz, ese gozo. Es el único lugar donde vas a sentirte viva en realidad. Dejemos de buscar en otros lados 
lo que Dios tiene en sus manos y nos está ofreciendo. Nos ha estado ofreciendo todo este tiempo. A veces somos muy duros con nosotros mismos. Y no sabemos cómo empezar de nuevo y preferimos renunciar. Pero ¿qué, qué vas a ganar con renunciar? ¿Qué vas a ganar con salir corriendo? Si sabes que tu lugar es ante Dios, sirviéndole a Él, haciendo su trabajo, lo que Él te manda. Sabes que ahí está tu corazón, sabes que ahí está tu pasión, tu salvación. Entonces, ¿para qué correr si sabes que vas a tener que volver para atrás? ¿Para qué correr si sabes dónde está tu lugar? Solo depende de ti y de mí que tomemos la decisión porque Dios está ahí esperando. Sabemos lo correcto, sin embargo, se nos hace difícil hacer lo correcto. No esperemos más y rindámonos ante Él. Padre Santo, en esta hora te doy gracias, Señor, por esta oportunidad. Te doy gracias, Padre Santo, por cada persona que va a oír este mensaje en este día, Padre Santo, y los próximos días, mi Dios. Yo te pido, Padre Santo, que sea alguien desanimado, tú lo vuelvas a animar. Padre Santo, yo te pido que el que esté quebrantado, tú lo vuelvas a restaurar. Mi Dios, que el que haya quitado la mirada de ti, la vuelva a poner. Mi Dios amado, el que esté corriendo, vuelva a traerlo donde ti, mi Señor. Padre Santo, sana toda herida, mi Dios. Acompaña a ese que se siente solo en este día. A ese que está enfermo, Padre Santo, sánalo en esta hora. Al que ha perdido la fe, Padre Santo, aumentale su fe. Padre Celestial, demuéstrale quién tú eres y lo que tú puedes hacer. Padre Santo, llena nuestra vida, nuestro espíritu, nuestra alma, mi Dios amado. No nos dejes solo, mi Dios. Enséñanos el camino. Agárranos de tu mano. Padre Santo, te lo pido en el nombre de tu Hijo Jesús. Que tú seas el que camine en nuestros pasos día a día. Que tú seas el que abras y cierres puertas. Que tú seas el que nos protejas. Y que cada día nos acerquemos más a ti. Que nuestro primer propósito y prioridad sea agradarte. Hablar contigo y tener una relación, Padre Santo, día a día contigo, mi Dios. Te amo, Señor. En el nombre de tu Hijo Jesús. Amén. Que Dios le bendiga Dios le guarde. Dios le bendiga, Dios le guarda. Está viendo Gafo Prince Heart to Heart con Keisha Nieves. Con nosotros hoy está Vanessa García, Bessie Castro y Mili Robles. Esta es la segunda vez que vamos a grabar este podcast porque el anterior <risa> se nos borró. So, um, el tema que estábamos hablando era cómo hemos cambiado desde hace un año hasta el día de hoy. Um, how things of um, situations in our lives have made us change and how much do we think we have changed from maybe a year ago to now um we actually went into the subject of what a teen depression nowadays is and how much teenagers nowadays are suffering depression and how can us as adults could help or what is it that they need for us to be able to help them and support them um more like a support system instead of misunderstanding their attitudes and their way of being. So, um, how do you guys feel you have changed from a year ago to now? Um, it's Vanessa, guys. And I feel like I have changed 
throughout the years, like I said in the other in the other recording that we did, I haven't changed just in one year. I've changed throughout the years, throughout the four pat the past four years, and um, my attitude has changed um, because of everything that I've gone through has made me the person that I am now, and yeah, go from there. My attitude has changed a lot. My way of thinking, my mindset, my a lot of things have changed. Not just like um this year, but like the years that have passed. And I'm still changing a lot, and still I'm gonna keep changing. I feel like the recent, like all the changes that I've been through from a year ago, I think like I've changed a lot because. I used to have, like, I didn't knew how to control myself. I didn't know how to control my emotions, my way of thinking, and my attitude, everything. And it got to a point where I was hurting people around me. And that's when I realized that I needed to change that. So, yeah, pretty much it. And that's one thing that we was talking about. The how our, you know, the way of way of thinking, a way of acting doesn't only affect us, but also affect people around us. And, you know, one of the things we were talking about earlier was that sometimes we change in our attitudes because of different reasons. And one of the things we were talking about was depression. And um, I will, the way I was saying it is that sometimes as us parents, we do, not, we do not understand why is the reason you guys act the way you guys act, the way you, your attitudes and your mood swings. It's sometimes overwhelming for us as adults to um, looking from outside in. But um, one of the things, well, I guess what you guys could share, again, <laughs> is why um, different reasons why teenagers nowadays goes into depression. Well, um, you know, us give it like like what you said about the attitude part, like us, you know, like I said, um, I suffer from depression and anxiety. They're two different things, but they fall almost in the same category. Um, and well for me it's like i wake up with that every day every day i wake up i'm like like oh my gosh like you know i have to pray to god to give me the strength to get through it because that's a burden that i have to carry and i have to carry other burdens as well other stress i have to carry every day and if i ever come out to somebody with an attitude it's not because i want to it's just I don't mean for it to happen. It's just it just happens with all the stress that, um, you know, we we carry. So it's not that you decide to wake up one day and be like, uh, I'm in this mood or in that mood. No, it's just I have obviously you know, um, I wake up, I feel I feel depressed, I feel sad for some reason. Um, I come to at work, I work at a daycare. You know, you have to have patience with the kids around you. You you know you have they're not your kids so. There, you gotta take care of them, like you know the proper way, and and um, there's rules to it. So you know, taking care of kids, if you have a kid of your own, it's not easy to take care of your own kids, especially when they're babies and toddlers. They they destroy everything they they touch. Like you know, they don't mean it. They just son bien traviesos. So it's like you have to have patience with that. You have to take care of them, and um, you know. It's a lot of stress sometimes when you're not in the mood and you have to go through that. So you said there's not the same that you go through depression and anxiety. There's not the same thing. What's the difference between the two? Depression is like, how I explain it? Like you're sad. Sad, you're just, you know. Upset. Upset. About everything. Always feeling down. And and then anxiety is... um, you're always scared of the future. You're always scared of what the next thing is going to happen. Like, what's going to happen next? Like, I could be sitting down. You're paranoid about it. Yeah, you're paranoid. You, like, I could be sitting down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go out to go do something. Automatically, in my mind, is like, oh, my gosh, you're going to get in the car. What about if you get in a car accident? You so always similar scared to about- what you guys were talking about earlier about the school. Como no se sienta seguro en la escuela en siempre está mirando, you know, what's next? What's going to happen next? Yeah, yeah, like that. And it, it affects me. It doesn't just affect me just like what's going to happen next. It affects me with my future. It affects me with school and what I want what I want to do 
you know, as a career because I'm like, what about if I'm not good at this? I can't do that. What about if I can't do that? I can't, like, and it has affected me now because I have had to drop out of college. Um, and then when I got back, you know, up there, it, like, something happened and it brought me back down. So it's like, it always affects me with that, with my future. It makes me think a lot about my future. So what things have you done that actually helps you? Well, now that I'm like, I've had, honestly, like, it might sound so, like, dumb because, you know, sometimes a lot of people don't want to hear about God at the moment, but it's like, God has put me, like, I have to trust Him. I can't be so worried about me all the time, like, um, what's going to happen next because God has everything under control. So, um, because, it, it, like, I put that together when I have, like, really, like, I don't know if it's ever happened to you, anxiety about like like death i have like you know that those bad fear. thoughts fear and you know i've i've tried to commit suicide i've i've you know i've hurt myself i've got a lot of stuff like that and it's like it makes me think you know obviously um you die i see you know and I, well what has got you to that point like of me hurting myself mm-hmm. i um, feel like hurting yourself takes the pain away yeah but but isn't that causing you and i'm asking because i don't know so, isn't that causing you pain, though? But it's a different type of pain. The <laughs> pain that you would rather pain. feel than what you already go through on a daily basis. Because the pain that I feel is literally in your heart. You hurt, your heart actually hurts. It actually hurts. It gets it, into it a burns. point where you don't feel the physically pain anymore. And it's like... So, you'd rather feel that, that pain instead of, you know, what you the, go through. The pain that you feel. Like, the pain... The depression and the anxiety has gotten so deep to you that you don't feel it sometimes. You don't feel your mood. Like, like I've told... You go um, numb. I've told many people, like, you know, I'm close to I'm like, I don't feel anything. I don't know what it's like to feel normal. Mm-mm. I've lived with depression for so many years and anxiety. I don't know what it's like to feel normal. I don't know how to act. I don't know, like... It's scary to think. How would it feel to be normal? Cause you're just so used and that, to being And that gives me anxiety, Christ. right? Then when I think about that, I'm like, oh my gosh, is this how it's like to be normal? Oh my gosh, this like, what do? How do I act? So the what normal do I do? is unnormal. To yes. You. Yeah. Okay. I heard some. I heard um on an episode I was watching on online that um the reason you hurt and correct me if I'm wrong, the more clear way of saying the why you hurt yourself is because the in pain and the inside pain you can't touch it but you can actually turn it into physical once you hurt yourself like you can actually touch your pain i guess instead of an inside feeling i guess it depends on what the person is thinking but <laughs> okay. yes i feel like that for for some people their perspective is like that and for some people it's not like how i like, what do you mean? Because the person was explaining, it was actually a youth also. She was explain. she was explaining the same situation, how she used to cut herself. And, um, the, the person that, well, actually it was her mother, the one she was talking to. And then she's like, well, it, it's more like the in pain is inside, so you can't physically touch it. Okay, like, I get it. So you do something to actually touch exactly, it. Exactly, to be able to physically touch your pain. Uh, physicamente, <coughs> you know, los sentimientos adentro que está doliendo. Pero al herirte físicamente, puedes tocar tu herida. Okay. Que I tú no puedes poner tu herida. And look at it and walk and, with it all the time. Exactly. I've never like, thought about it like that. physically But see not it. thinking about it, it's like, yeah, but that, that's like. No, to me, it's more like. Some people actually are like that. I can't feel anything. Like, I feel so numb sometimes. And, and that makes me depressed. Like, you know, I I, have, I do. Like, that, like I'm dumb. Because it's like, I pray to God. I'm like, God, please don't let me feel nothing. Okay, I have. I don't. I, know that I don't feeling. feel nothing, but I get so anxious that I don't feel nothing that I I get depressed from that, from that feeling. And then I think about it. I think about it a lot, and I overthink stuff, and I start thinking bad thoughts. And then that's where it's gotten me to the point that I'm like, I can't feel anything. I need to feel something painful because I can't. It's driving me crazy because I'm so used to to living like that. That is so abnormal to for me not to feel like that. It's it's really. Hard like it like and then if I go through something really painfully like like I I remember like back flashes or something 
um like you know it that has hurt me and i'm like like it hurts my heart and you i physically feel yeah, pain you, in my heart you actually feel it it feels like and my heart is getting part. pulled apart and um that makes me feel like i want to hurt myself cuz i'm like okay i can't i can't maybe it doesn't make sense what you're saying like you know you can't you can't get into your heart and and hurt it like right instead you have to you know instead what i used to you do to was you know i i do it to myself so can you relate to that in the sense of what you were saying in the sense of i was watching estaba viendo este episodio donde lo que están tratando de explicar es porque si te sientes odiada por dentro porque te hieres por fuera y había una muchacha que estaba explicando que ella se hería se ella se cortaba es exactamente lo que ella estaba haciendo ella se estaba cortando porque entonces la manera que la mamá lo trató de explicar era como preguntando es porque el dolor que tienes por dentro no lo puedes físicamente tocar so ella se está vendiendo por fuera para poder poner la mano en la herida el tocarlo that was her situation well I really don't uh, I mean it could be a point of view of that person but in my point of view people that hurt themselves is because it gets into a point that the emotional um pain that you have that you can't feel like like I mean like you can't touch like you can't do nothing about it and when you hurt yourself physically it don't hurt anymore like you can't compare the pain like so why do it at then? the moment doesn't hurt cuz you try to feel like something it does <laughs> it hurts it, later it, it really doesn't hurt it doesn't when you're hurt. cutting yourself it doesn't hurt but a few seconds later. later it starts hurting me when you're, you're like, calm then you're like Oh shoot. oh shoot! This crap hurt, but at the same time, it's like you want to do you it. You want to do it. It's like it's like you end up wanting to do it all the time. So what's the what is a way of getting you, or getting you out of that situation, or being able to say, um, is it call out for help? No, not all the time because, like me, I think of maybe it's just me. Like I think about it, I'm like okay. You know, like I start get, like you know, it's when those good thoughts come into your mind. It's like Jesus um didn't give you a spirit of destruction. You know, your your body is um the a temple, temple mm-hmm. of God, and it makes me think about. It. And then if I was to really cut myself so deep for me to kill myself, wh- where am I gonna go? So that makes yeah. me think, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I gotta stop. There's a limit. People with and depression. I should just stop. When they cut themselves, it's not for getting attention. It's not a call out for like help, get attention, people's attention, or anything like that. When you when someone who's depressed and start cutting themselves, is where they starting and considering about their lives. Once someone hurts themselves, they don't care about themselves no more. They are tired. They are ready to give up. So they're trying to do yeah. their physical pain yeah, like, until they get into a point they're considering suicide. To give up. That's how it is. Because when I used to do that, that's the first I step. Had, I had the thought of taking a lot of pills. And I was like, no, what yes. am I thinking? Because I'm going to go to a place where I don't want to go. And I think I'm like, and what about my family? What about, you know, the people who care about me? And I'm like, I'm not only going to be um, taking myself for like a, a, a messed up, destroyed life where you're going to get like a, like, and then if you have no for eternal life and then my family and... and but when world, you're going through that, you don't think about it, though. It's not until later. But I do, like, you know, I hear, you know, obviously it's God's voice, you know, talking to me later on, like, like to not do it. But, you don't like, care. But at the moment, you don't care. You, you don't, don't care. About you don't else, think about anybody else. You're, you're just thinking about the pain. So, yeah. So now, what is the right? So what is okay? So then, what can other people do to be able to help somebody that is in that situation? Be patient, like we said. Exactly, you need to be patient with someone who's depressed, who's going through depression, because depression is not something that it will go in a way. It, it will go away just like in a that. day, in a week, or in a few months. It's something that like. It takes time, and it will never leave the person. You're recovering from something. Exactly. But depression, it will never leave the person ever again. Because depression is something that literally knocks on your door. Like, without... It don't even knock. It don't even knock. It, like, you it just, just wake comes. up one day, and you're sad. You're depressed. You want to end everything up. Or like, you can be in the middle of class and just... Exactly. Out of nowhere. Or, you're, like, you're happy. You're hanging out with friends and everything, and boom, out of nowhere. You so, what's like are signs that people should look after... 
for people that have depression or somebody that doesn't know somebody has depression, but they to be able to um identify it. It really sometimes you really can't because, for example, like when people say like you wear a mask, yeah, or something to hide everything. That's literally how people with depression are. They they act happy and they act like they're normal like everybody else, but in reality, when when they're alone or you know they're just at their house, they feel so. When depressed is not always like as the cartoon shows that. They be showing the person like all sad, like they don't break like, down. All yeah, the time. it does. There might be people that be like that, but most people that are depressed, you see them smiling, um, laughing about stuff and everything. But once they get home, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, like, we could go out to more people think we just like them. No, in reality, we not. We we, buy, we might pass by by a whole bunch of people. We don't know what they're going through. They're probably mm-hmm. going through the same thing. So, okay, so parents at home, since they're the ones closer to home, and you said when you go home, that's when you become, you know, whatever it is. But how can parents realize my kid is acting up or he actually depressed? They don't. Exactly. You don't show them. That's everything, your everything. What makes you think you want to show your parent that you're hurting? Then they get. Then they feel hurt about and it. And you don't want to hurt them. So how are we supposed to help? Well, obviously, when we were talking earlier, we said, like, we come talk to you about something. You know, don't push it away. You have to have patience, like Mini said earlier. We come talk to you about something. If we, if we come and tell you, con confianza. Don't, don't get mad. Don't get mad. Don't don't judge us. Don't judge us because of what we're telling you. Don't be like, oh my gosh, here she goes with her crazy self again, talking about some weird stuff. Like, and yeah, that's just people listen. think we're crazy, but... Just listen. Just hear me out. Because we're really just trying to open up to you guys. Tell you that's how I feel. Or even, like, like I know sometimes with my mom, I could get an attitude, you know. And she'd be like, something's wrong with her. Like, when she gets an attitude with me, I know, like, that's not really her way of being. So I'm like, okay, so what is wrong with you? What are you stressed out about? Like, you know, obviously I know that, you know, sometimes by the way that somebody acts and you see that they're not really like that, then you so know. the change of mood. You know, yeah, but the change of mood, you notice, like, Oh, something is wrong with her because she's not just she's not like that. So that's how, at least that's how I feel like, at least my mom would know notice or my sister, you know, because those are the people that actually you know, um, like I've talked to a bit more. Like my dad, on the other hand, he can't notice it. He won't notice it unless somebody like you know unless somebody speaks to him and tells him, um, Vanessa's this way. But he doesn't. He doesn't understand depression. He doesn't understand why I feel so sad. He doesn't. He doesn't get it. He just thinks it's like, like. It's like how I say it. He thinks about it. I guess it stresses. It stresses him out that he tries to just block that part. Like he doesn't. So ignore want, the fact that he's just trying to make believe that everything is okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's I just feel. A phase. That's how a lot of parents are. Yeah, like it's ju- just a phase. It's just a phase. Oh, and that's how parents be like. They be like, it's just teenagers nowadays. That exactly. You know, they well, actually, we do think like that because since you guys go, like, you guys sometimes are like a roller coaster. And <laughs> you guys are go through different stages in your teens. Sometimes we do think that we just kind of like, here we go again. Or, but we don't know. Was really going on, and it was well, um. I think one of you said earlier about you know the you. I think it was you, Betsy, about the right questions okay. that we always off completely about the topic or the situation. So it's like, how what we did you did say what I asked earlier was the right question. Gosh, I don't know. It's like, it's like. Like, yeah, pe- like, parents do ask the opposite question. Like, like I said, the example, like, somebody can be going through a heartbreak, and then your parents talk about some somebody's bullying you or somebody molested you or something like that. Or, like, what's really going on with you. And, 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 and we see, not, like, we, like, if we're up like that, you don't ask what's going on with you because we don't have a straight-up answer for that. Like, we're literally crying. Where are we doing? We're being depressed. You can't have, like, you can't just give an exact and like, You don't answer. have a specific yeah, reason. Exactly. Like, you just can't come just up, like... And know, sometimes, like, like, parents, you don't got to ask questions. You can just be like, tell me support. what's wrong. Support. Tell me what's wrong. Don't don't just go 
straight to assuming something. Ask us. Stop picking on on a topic. And especially don't pick on people. Like don't because those people, the people that your parents probably picking on, are the people that are probably most helping you out. Exactly. Everybody else. So don't assume, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I know um one of the things we were saying it was that listen. You don't always have to have an answer. You don't always have to have the right words. It's just all you want is vent and kind of just like let it out. Because if we, the more you hold things in, it's like a ticking bomb. You're building and building and building. And next thing you know, it's like the worst things start happening because of that. (laughs) And then, and that's when you explode. And then how I say it when like, like that's happened to me. I hold stuff, like, I've hold it in stuff, and then when I finally say it, it doesn't come out in a, in a, like, in a, in a good way. It comes out bad. And then I end up looking like a bad person. But it's, I don't intend it. It's just, it's not I have all of that there. And it's like, you know, and it's not the person's fault either because it might be that that person is there for you that day, but, you know, all the other days, nobody was there. So it, at the end, it's like, it's really nobody's fault. It's just... It's just the wrong moment. So when you finally tell somebody something, you just explode and you say everything, like, you know, like, wrong. And then they're like, oh, wow. Like, either they're not in the mood, they're like, she's crazy. Or it's like, oh, you know, I, I don't know how they would react, honestly. It's just And sometimes, like, us, like, we take it out on other people, like, the way we feel. Like, our anger and our, you know, our sadness, we take it out on other people and we say mean, hurtful things. And sometimes, some people probably mean it. But a lot of people don't mean it. But it's not like, it's not like we just intentionally do it. We just say it because we can't control the words that come out because they just come out. So, I I guess I go back to the same thing, which is, so what can we do? Because we asking the wrong questions, and we should <laughs> what? And sometimes we cannot tell what is the between the depression or. You guys have just having one of those days. Instead of arguing back with the person, you can just tell them, I'm here for you if you need to You just to need to be there. You just need the person. You just need them to support you. Especially if you know what that person goes through. Because it's not easy to, like, have all that pressure of how you're feeling, how your day got worse, how people treat you out there, and then you just get home all tired and, like, you just want to give up. And, like, you know, we all need someone to support you, you know? So does it, does it help the fact of asking you every day, how is your day going? Or do you need to talk? Oh, do you, oh that's just too much. That's sometimes too much. Too, sometimes you, you don't even got to, like, you don't got to be with them every day. Like, well, you can take them out and be like, let's go do something together. So you won't be in the house by yourself feeling exactly. like that. Mm-hmm. Or that's or that's just not like asking know. up straight up questions like that because we could have like a bad bad day and we was like it was okay you know like it's a question that we like we will avoid because yeah. we don't feel like talking about my day like I don't feel about talking how like my day was crap you feel me like just like pay attention to your kid like if you see them different than yesterday like you know she's like hey you know someone's come over like hey let's. I need to get something, like, can you come with me? Like, something like that. Then you build up, you know. The trust. Exactly. So, like, once you you actually feel like it's ready to talk about, like, so, be like, hey, I seen, like, you acting different yesterday. I just want to make sure you're okay. You actually, you know, need to talk about something. I'm right here. Yeah. I I won't judge you. Whatever you're going through, I won't judge you. I just want you to know that I'm here. That's all. And that's what a lot of people It's really do. simple. Like, they parents judge. make the, everything complicated that we don't open up, that we have uh, attitudes, that we don't cooperate with them. It's not even that hard. It's just you got to let your kid know that you're there for him, that you won't judge them. Like, their friends, family, or whoever be judging them, you feel me? Like, it's a complete different thing. Yeah, put, I put feel like... Into it. I feel like, um, like also, like you had told us earlier that we were talking about, you know, there's different, um, there's different reasons why we get depression. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like Millie has another reason why she's depressed and why she's the way that she is. Betsy has another reason why she, you know, she's that way that she is, and I also do. Like it, like us being depressed doesn't like literally somebody could just have woken up one day. And they feel different. And then it's like, I feel so sad. I understand why. 
But then when you look back, it's like there is a background story of why that happened. All the buildup from everything that you went through. It's like at that moment, like, are you, like you know, the time of your life is like, okay, I'm depressed now. And then you start noticing later on why. Why are you so depressed? Like, that's what happened to me. I always ask myself, why am I so depressed? Like, why do I feel this way? Like, I never understood. Like, my parents gave me everything that I ever, like, wanted. My parents are nev- were never bad parents. My parents are good parents. And it's like, and that's why I think it, it, it hurts me to tell them I'm depressed and talk to them about it. Because it's like, dude, you gave me everything. And, um, and you know, my parents were, were young. They were teenagers. And it's like, they gave their teenage life for, for to take care of me. And it's like, how do I have the, the guts to tell my parents I'm sad and I do this to myself? It's like, but we've done everything that we can to help you. That wouldn't wouldn't you feel bad if your kid tells you something like that? It would make me feel worse if I didn't know my kid was feeling like that. But that's how I feel like. But we, because, we don't think like the way we think because we think differently. We think we think that you guys are gonna be like, damn, we've done everything for you. You're gonna You're be ungrateful. like, we're ungrateful. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> we feel like that when we don't know the reason why you acting like that. Because it's like. I'm giving you everything. I'm I'm here, and you guys are not grateful for what I'm doing. You guys are not even, you know, show that, you know, you're thankful. That makes us feel worse. That's what actually even gets us mad to the point where we reclamando, like, what is your issue? But, but, but we don't know. Yep. We're scared to talk. We're like, afraid to open you know, up. Like I said, our, our insecurities come out. Like like the, like I said, depression has many things in it. Paranoia, like you know, you're paranoid. You're, you get insecure. You get insecure, and that's what thing. That's what happens when you talk to your parents. You get insecure. You get insecure about what they're gonna say. Like you get paranoid to be like, oh, what they're gonna with, say It next. messes with a lot of things. It doesn't just. It messes with us trying to open up to a friendship, or you know, if you know you're old enough to be in a relationship, it it messes with that too. It messes with with anybody. It it bothers you because it's like, like I can't I, be normal with you. I can't be normal with you. Like, dude, I want so to talk to you. How do you break you. out of it? What Patience. It takes Me? time. No, I know, but I'm saying how you guys have been able to get out of it and be able to just move. I'm, I know with you, our mask, with our mask, literally our mask. No, like how we show, like like how we're like. Me and you, for example, how have I been able to talk to you about this stuff? Like, get stuff? out of it. Like, for example, right now, how is it that you guys been able to open up here, but you guys cannot open up at home, for because, example? Because we, we all judge. We And we all go, us three, we all have But you know what the funny thing is? That even before we got, we sat here, one, we didn't, we wasn't planning about talking about this topic. Obviously, in the second recording, we had to kind of, like, build it back up. But when we first started, we wasn't even planning to talk about this. But one way or another, you guys just kind of, like, opened up. In reality, maybe Yatsu knew your story more deep. But maybe you guys didn't know about my story. And maybe I knew about them too, but I definitely didn't have idea about yours. Oh, yeah, so a lot of people don't. <laughs> it's just kind of like how it falls back together. But how were you guys able to open up and feel comfortable doing it right now instead of when you guys are home or with other people? Well, the only the reason why I talked to Vanna is because me and Vanna went through something that was similar, and it's like, and we both relate to it. And how I was able to open up to her was because, like, for me, something so small that she could do to like that she did to me, like it could be like, um, one day she called me and I was sad, and she was just I just wanted to check up on you, just how you were. That makes me think she's a genuine person. She actually cares about me, and you know. We start building up like that, and it's like, like she's worried about me, so I'm going to stop putting my guard down, like, you know, up and put it down, and I'm going to tell her what's, what's wrong. What about you? What made you feel comfortable enough to open up now, here? Because sometimes, somehow, we just start talking about it. I mean, so, and I already knew about Vane, and yeah, so, I mean, it was kind of <laughs> easy about talking through it when there's people who you can relate to. And, like, you know that if you open up to them, like, you know, for a fact, they won't judge you. So the judging yes. is the biggest yeah. thing. Judging yeah. is the biggest thing because and what automatically mean? when the people look at you and they hear you talk, they think you're crazy. Like, if I open up to someone, the least I want to hear is, like, 
you probably doing that to get attention. Yeah, that's that's something you always hear too. That's something really? that yes. yes. That I wouldn't dare to tell some that. Some well, oh yeah, like in class, like world. in class with this girl. Like I don't, I think she has anxiety. And then also, you be like when you listen to people or when you ask people, you know, randomly, like, hey, what you think about depression or stuff like that? Like when they give their opinion about it or like I think it's stupid or I think that people just do it to get attention like stuff like that like automatically it's a block yeah exactly it's like dang like if people feel like that I'm not saying that everyone feels like that but like there will there will be more people like that out in the world so it will be like you get afraid or if, exactly you get scared of who you open to like you know and that's what and that's what we was talking and that's why it's one of the things I mentioned earlier that you have to build uh, that confidence, that trust. That yeah, that confidence, that trust, but also a support system, of you know who you could trust, who you cannot trust, because you can't. Obviously, you can't talk to everybody because not everybody understand, not everybody can relate. Um, but at least identify who are the people that you could actually open up to, and get surrounded by that type of people, instead of just putting yourself in a bubble. With your guard up and not letting anybody come into your to your circle or to, you know, to, yeah, that circle, that bubble, like I call it, um, and not letting anybody else in because until you don't open up to somebody, until you don't actually talk, you don't know who could relate to your story or not. Yeah, it's big, and also like nowadays the society is a lit like like I seen posts on you know like my Instagram and it's like. Um, I wouldn't be as, um, being depressed is a new thing. Yeah. And it's like, who made this crap up? Like, you think it's funny to play around and joke around with people who have depression and anxiety and you think it's cool to fake something like that? Then you're, you're the one that's out of your mind because it's something serious. Because like, you don't understand that. And like we were saying earlier, you know, that you didn't see this back in the day so much yeah. as you see it now. Or at least it was not out in the public mm-hmm. the way it is now. Like, I cannot say, oh, I know what depression is. No, I know maybe what it is to be depressed, mm-hmm. which is not the same thing as depression. And sometimes people mix the two. And there's different types of anxieties and there's different types of depression too. It's not just depression. Like, no, it's like people don't know about that. Like, it's like, you know... um, like cancers, there's different type of cancers, you know, right. and they you all know, kill you. But all, yeah, exactly. Exactly, they all have the same ending, and and that's and that's how it is with depression. There's not just the, there's and it depression. Attacks different areas. It's different exactly. areas, and there's there's the, it's not the same. There's the crazy one, like there's the depression that's like the psych, like the psychotic depression, you know, and um then there's the depression, you know, the normal depression, and there's there's different categories, and and you know some of them like. Really I, I like really bad. Like they people end up, you know, in those um manicomios. Los manicomios because no, that's how bad it is, and it's like it drives you crazy. It yeah. does. It drives you crazy. Like I guess those people, you know, like and that and that's what makes you want to be like, you know, if anybody out there feels the type of way, you know, we're always I'm like I'd be like I'm always here. Like if you don't you don't have to trust me, but you know anytime like you feel the type of way, like you know. You could call me. I'll listen. I don't have to even talk to you. Like just, right. I just listen, because you don't, you don't want to see those people go through that. Like I'm like, I understand, and I hate feeling that way. I hate feeling lonely. I want somebody to actually, you know, be there for me. So it's like, and I think everybody needs that one person, that support. Like you were saying earlier, Millie, um, about the support system. Just the support, having somebody next to you, but not treating all cases the same. Yeah. Like, um, because I know I asked you what, you know, how would a support group, like anybody has tried a support group where you go and you talk and you kind of like, but, um, something that you explained was, go ahead, you explain it. What, that in support groups, like, people, like, different people's, with different things, like, not only, um, depression, like, it could be anxiety or anything else, and, like, they just, like, Talk, like give you the same medicine just to say it up like that so mm-hmm. i think we all know one that, solution yeah one solution for, for all the problems that might probably work for some people but not for the other people <coughs> so how a support group will help others 
like if they're not receiving, they're not list like hearing what they need to. So you need more like a you, uh, a one on one one on one time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not 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 even look like that. Like if the person knows what you are going through, like he at least should come up to you and like like talk to you or like you Just know. Just Okay, different exactly. options. Exactly. Exactly. Instead of giving one answer for all, give different options for everyone. For yeah, like she depending said. Depending on the situation. She told, like she said, she said, so it might work for somebody to be like, everything's going to be okay. And somebody be like, well, yeah, maybe it is going to be okay. But you tell me everything's going to be okay. Bro, it's not going to be okay. No, bro. It's you not. know how many times I've heard people tell me that? It's it going to be okay. Worse. It's just this and that. No. Um, you don't know how I feel. And it's like, you just telling me it's going to be okay, it's nothing. You tell, like, someone gets real, like, two girls, let's say, one got raped, right? You tell her everything's going to be okay. You know, probably she, eventually with years, she will, like, get over it. But someone that got raped and got pregnant because of it, tell her that everything's going to be okay. So, and see how how she's going to feel about that. Because, like, if she got raped when she was young, how's she going to look through in school? Oh, she, she, you know... She probably was laying yeah, around and actually what, got that's things. That's what automatically people think. Exactly. It's like, you don't know like, the backstory. Nobody thinks when when you see a young girl pregnant, the least, and I know this for a fact, the least people think is that she like she got raped and got pregnant. Yeah. I that's, promise yeah, you Yeah, it's it is true. They jump into, oh, her boyfriend got her pregnant. She or was she was with the line exactly and got pregnant. And you don't the know. The people think know. is that people she got judge. pregnant by by They judge by assuming. the picture. Exactly. So like it's like saying don't don't judge a, a book by its cover. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we all the books. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. That which is that's the sad thing about society nowadays. And the thing is that maybe because one pay, one person says it, everybody else repeats it, and mm. everybody believes it. But then they don't go to the directly to the source. And ask. So, is that the best way to do it? Like, go directly to you and ask you, like... Or just kind of, like... What? What? Like, to find out what's really going on? Yeah. You don't ask, like... Just really like to that. a person like that because... Hello? How are you gonna... Like, what if a stranger comes up to you and asks you something really personal? Would you open to a stranger like that? Well, not... Um, well, I mean, like... If you already if you want to help or you want to or you know them or you, you know what I mean, you gotta build up the like the trust. Yeah, like we yeah. said before, like you know, hey, you just wanted to let you know that I'm here for you and like keep checking up on the person because even though the person's not ready to open up to you, like the fact that she knows that someone is like li- like you know is there helping you, exactly that 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 your they're back, they're there for you, it makes you feel good. Because you, I promise you, you the person will get into a point that she's like, you know what? Let me just talk. Let me exactly. Let me tell let you, exactly. you. Let me let tell me you what's up. up. So pretty much, because you get we get shut down off the back doesn't mean we should back off. In the yeah. sense, when I say we, I mean like somebody that's coming in is trying to help. Because in the first time that you tell somebody, because it ha- it does happen. Sometimes you try to get close to somebody and you try to be like, yo, I'm here. If you need anything, and the person kind of just looking at you like. Yeah, that's like that's that happens to me. Like people be like, I'm here, and I'm like, mm. So yeah, is that should I should we back off? No. Or in skipping system? No, but like, like, like that, it's that happening. Yeah, just like you know. I'm saying not over, like overwhelm the person yeah. with like the present. Just let her know. But just kind of stay it's around. It's like I said. Eventually, the person will get into a point mm-hmm. that she either will break down if she don't talk to someone, and she'll be like, you know what, this person has shown me that it got my back, and she keep like worrying about me and everything so let me just talk to her and that's it's just about time it's not you gotta be like patient you gotta like build trust like it's just basic things that people just like to be them you know yeah and people get tired of it people get tired of waiting and that's the thing you really gotta be patient exactly it's like we were talking or it's or like we were somebody who has depression like like your your kid i admire your kid bro <laughs> <laughs> because he's for me real. too. Both I, I admire your son. I admire your son because you know. I told them all. Thank you very he, much. Thank you like very you much. know, he's he's obviously my boyfriend, and I don't know how he does it, but I could give him a bad attitude or something. He's like, like whatever. Like you know, he's just like, okay, whatever. Facts, like, like let me he just, gives you your space. Let me just you know funny. rub it off. Um, I'm not gonna get too like serious about nothing. You know, talk to me when you when you're ready to talk to me. And then, you know, when I'm ready to talk to him, then, you know, he listens. And then I sometimes, like, the person that I am, I was like, are you going to say anything? And he's like, <laughs> I'm just, 
but I'm waiting for a reaction too. Yeah, I'm waiting for a reaction too. But it's like at the same time, I understand that. He can't say anything. He he's you're just listening. You don't know. You don't know. You, don't know. you can't relate. Yeah, and also sometimes you're afraid to say something like it. Like hurt the person's feelings. Yeah. And and he has a lot of patience with that. I don't know how heck he does it, but you know that's somebody that I really do admire because it's like, like wow, like for like for us to be together. You know, we've been together for a while already, and it's like. You have mad patience to be with me because, like, my parents be asking me, like, how you do it? Because <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Like, you know, I'm Sorry. a really hard person. <laughs> and it's like, I'm a difficult person to deal with. And it's like, yeah. how do you do it? And it's like, you know, I don't, I don't, honestly, he has a lot of patience because it's like, he's he's there. You know, he asks me. And obviously, it's taking time for me to open up to him. But it's like, how he did it, he took time. He He, he was really patient with it. And he's not... The type of person just to be like, you're crazy. Like I'm saying, you have he, come a long way from when we first met you. Mm-hmm. I remember when we first met you, it was it was it was <laughs> it was a roller coaster. Oh yeah, it was a roller coaster. It was something that was kind of like I remember, you know. Obviously, we've seen you more at church, <laughs> and I would remember that I would know when she was in that depression mood because the way she looked, the way she said, the way she acted. <laughs> Where she was sitting at, she would change her seat. She, the way she was, it was like out of control, and it it did. At some point, I was like, I know, I'm done. I I can't, I can't. You know, today I deal with her, but again, you you talking to somebody that has never dealt with depression, never dealt with nobody about depression, doesn't have no idea how. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, in my in my mind, it was like, but I just spoke to her yesterday. She was fine. <laughs> she was all bubbly. She's all happy. And what the heck happened to her today again? Like it just comes it's, the, it's the day that you have a stressful day. I mean, you know, it's not easy. Like I said, you wake up every day and it's like, oh my gosh, like really again, it's just so complicated. Because people do, and whoever doesn't know about this about it does. Um, and I'm glad we actually talking about the subject is because. Whoever doesn't know about it, we we see it like it's a mood swing, yeah. and that's I remember that's the way we used to see it with you. <laughs> it was like cosa. <laughs> and it was at the point where I was I remember in the beginning it was just kind of like, come on, you can get back up, come on, we could do this, come on, <laughs> you know, Santo Jesus, we pray for you, and then after a while I was like. Yo, tu a un cocotazo. So you can't get up and, 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 and that's it, man. But again, and maybe that that's what you guys are afraid of, the, the fact of the judging because of ignorance. Yeah. Because you don't know any better or you don't know in reality what is really going on. or um, But again, it's I guess it's more of trying to look for the signs, even though you guys said there's really not much we could grab on, but it's just kind of like know your kid and know the different moods they're going through or, yeah. you know, the way of how they're changing all of, all of a sudden. So, see, but you said something that got my attention and it proved my point, what I said earlier. You said that you will see how Vanessa get into her depression when the way she acted, the way she sat in the chair, the way that. she, like, she moved yes. around. That's what I'm saying. You gotta like you just. But I did take my people. time to analyze her. I did take my course, time. Of course, like <laughs> to not all people do that. But I'm talking about parents though. Yes. When you when you were saying like how will parents know? I mean, hello, that's your kid. You live with him, so you right. really gotta know. And I don't. And I don't live with her. I, I know, but like, like I'm saying, like, two or three times a week. So if I could notice, and I only seen you two or three times a week for two or three hours, yeah. and I literally walking through the door, and I could tell. From a mile away, then that means at home, the ones at home should notice even more. More. So yeah, again, but the parents, ha- point of parents have their like, own have their own opinions. You because they think just being rebel. Yeah, they think yeah. you is like like we said is you're at that etapa that you know you feel this way and this and this and that. That's how parents think. Right. But in reality, it's not like that. It really is not. It's not. So really big it's so much more. Yes. And it's like, you know, sometimes, like, with my parents, I don't come, like, I don't try to come off to them wrong. But it's like, I'm not in the mood. Like, yeah, it's been, it's been a hard day. It's like, it's been a hard day. I'm sorry. Like, I do, like, you know, sometimes I, I do, 
know that a veces yo me paso and I'm like, and I, and I, I told them, like, I'm sorry because I, I was so messed up. But it's like, I don't mean it intentionally. And obviously, they, you know, they forgive me because they know, they know how my heart is. When I'm normal, my heart is like, you know, I'm, I'm a good person. Like, I'm never a messed up person. I'm not disrespectful for anything. So it's like, I get it. Like, you know, I understand you're not. In so where, where it gets to a point where we wait, we have patience, we try to um, be supportive, we um, look for the signs. But when it's time to actually say, mm, I think I need help. I need to bring in help. Well, like, for example, like, you know, we don't want to talk. Like, for me, I, I don't want to eat. I don't wanna, oh, yeah. I don't want to eat. You don't want to take showers. You don't want to brush your hair. You don't want to do nothing. You don't want to do nothing. And then You get so, like, that's whatever, bro. Like, you know, I'm just over here and I get up. You get so huevona. Lazy. Yeah, yeah. It's so lazy. <laughs> I had depression for years, so I got into a point where I could control depression. Like, I would know how to act. Like, if I had depression, it's just like, okay, so let me just lock up my room and, like, deal with it by myself. And that whole thing? Well, that would get worse. It, it got worse. Okay. It got, when I actually decided to find help, it was because I got into a point that depression had me that I couldn't walk into a room without using any object against me. Like, right now, like, if I got into this room and I saw that cup, like, my mind automatically would tell me, like, break the cup, slip your throat. Simple as that. I couldn't do it. I, I, I got scared into a point. And I decided I went to my counselor from school. And I was like, hey, I want to die. I can't take this anymore. And I don't know what to do. So they called they call my mom and everything. So you know already that went directly to a mental um hospital that's where i started going to support groups and a lot of stuff went through and i'm telling you support group does not help and like being with other people like that it makes you think about so many stuff and like it helps you see depression in so many other ways for people that don't know that depression comes like you know different, in different way. ways yeah yeah like being with per- people like that change your whole point of view so it makes it worse than better it actually first days that i stayed in the hospital it made it like it made it worse because it was a lot of stuff like a lot of people and like when i heard these stories it was just so sad and like when we were in the support groups they just like they just had it in a specific way like it don't, it, it kind of didn't matter if we all had different things they just wanted to give us like you know the one answer the one answer and like guys can do this and this and blah blah blah. So if you guys if you guys will be able to put it um and the good thing is that you was wise enough to ask for help. But unfortunately not everyone asks for help. Mm -hmm. That was after my that was after my second attempt of trying to kill myself. Because I did try before. And first times I did not have control of it and it got like really worse and everything. But this time I actually had something. I had someone that actually, I knew that actually cared about me, that actually took the time. You know, someone that was helping me, but somehow my depression, like, got even worse, and I got scared. It got I got to a point that my depression got me scared. Like, most of the people that are depressed, like, they can tell you, you embrace, in some ways, you embrace depression. Because, like, you kind of hold on, on to it. Not holding on, but, like, you kind of, like, accept it. Okay. So you yeah. just, like, and you're deal like, with this it. is my lifestyle. It's exactly. Family. Yes. And exactly. that's how it is. It, it is. Really is. But it, I got it, into a point right. that depression controls you. you it, it controls it every a, little decision you like do. I, like I told you earlier, um, I don't know what it's like to feel normal. Mm-mm. I don't I don't know. Like, right now, like, if I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what it is. No, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to feel normal. I, I, this, it's been years. You know what? Another thing that triggers depression it's like, you know how sometimes, like, after you overcome it, like, you know, like, you're good for a while, people see your scars, they talk, talking crap about oh it. Oh, my like, God, that, yes. that People don't have no idea how that just bring oh. up, triggers depression so fast. <laughs> like, don't. Like, if that, you ever see someone with scars, don't, don't be talking about, like, oh, I can't believe you did that, and da 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 don't talk already. about it. Don't talk about it at no, all. No, like, if you want to talk about it, like, don't kind of judge it. Like, you know, like, uh, Just stay quiet. Like, it's like, wow, you're strong, you've overcame me. Like, exactly. Cause, so if you're not going to say it in a positive way, don't say it anything exactly, at all. Exactly, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not saying, like, hey, I'm proud that you overcome about it, you know, stuff like that, 
if you're not saying nothing positive, that's something that will help the person, don't say anything. Because I promise you that just triggers depression so fast. Yeah, because, like, one time somebody saw my scars, because I have, I have cut myself, and they were like, but you were cutting yourself like those emo people, and it's like, why would you? Yeah, like, why? like that's another like, thing. Like those emo people. Yeah, and I was like, and it's like, why? I, I, was like, you don't, I was like, you don't know what I go oh, through. If you were in my people, shoes, like, like dark, they only dress black. Yeah, those and, like, they got like, their hair like this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Over their face. yeah, for a second I was like, uh, what is she talking about? I got lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so they, I know what you they mean. judge you really quick, and it's like you don't know what I go through. Like you have no right to say anything like that. And if you were in my shoes, you would understand what I feel. But I, I hope you're never, you never exactly. have my place. I hope you never feel the yeah, way that, I You feel. don't wish that upon nobody. It's it's, like, it's, does it help like, to talk about it? Like, not in a, in a, maybe a group environment where it's just therapy. But, like, kind of, like, talk about it in a positive way. I'm saying there's no such thing as a positive thing in depression. But more like, like you said, telling somebody else, I hope you don't go through what I'm going through. Or this is what I went through. I mean, it is kind of positive when you're trying to, like, when someone's down and they come talk to you. Like, you can actually use that, like, for them. Like, hey, you know, like, I'm not saying what you're going through is, like, it's nothing. But, like, I've been through wars and I'm just letting you know, you know, that you can do this. Because if I'm here, you know, you you can make it through and I'm, like, I could help you too and everything. Like, like if I went, I, I, I overcame this, you could do it too. Exactly. Yeah, it's like that. I, and... I, I agree with you guys how um you know like if somebody like it, it does help like for example I remember um we left to Connecticut you know yeah and um Milly was there and you know like I've been feeling really like depressed but I like you know I sat down with her and I talked to her and that made me feel better because I'm like thank god I'm not by myself I don't feel like I'm alone like I do feel alone but it's like you I know that like we had somebody, the longest conversation like, like for five yeah, hours. It felt, it's <laughs> like somebody else feels the same way I do. Right. It's like it's not that I'm happy about it, but it's like, you know, You're she not understands alone. me. Like, wow, I didn't think that there's people that feel the same way I do. I thought I was the only one that feel that way. So it makes you be like, I'm not the only one that you know, I'm not I'm not the only one that feels like this. Like, she's going through it, I can do it too. Like Keep going. Like a support. And yeah, like both going. Yeah, 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 we yeah. can both just just keep going. Like, it helps me, you know. Because, like, now we on. know, like, what each other went through. So, like, if I see her, like, you know, like, in a bad day mm-hmm. or something, like, hey, Bonnie, you know, I'm just yeah. like, you know, you good? Like, you need to talk about it. Like, we you already need to support. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, if I see know. her in a bad mood, it's like, okay, I know she's not in a good mood. I'm not going to bother her right now. Exactly. I'm going to talk to her after, like, later when she's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. now, now you understand. Yeah, I'm saying it's it's completely a different um view from the outside in mm-hmm. because you know like I I you know have said it plenty of times to you guys it's not easy dealing with you and you guys have to do your moves sometimes and as much as I want to try to deal with your moods and you just kind of like way. sometimes you guys frustrate I get frustrated not you guys get me frustrated but I get frustrated of the situation or the mood swings or sometimes I don't understand where the mood swing is coming from <laughs> and I'm just here like. What yeah, what did I do? What now? Now what? <laughs> or you know, or like all my you know, even when I say even about my own kids and like or parents in general, like man, I'm busting my body and you guys are so ungrateful. But you don't see you don't understand because you don't know the big of the bigger picture. The bigger picture of the situation. So knowing it now is more like, okay, now I understand. Why this could come in? Because even knowing depression, like for example, I could have saw Vanessa's depression was gone and over with a long time ago <laughs> because she didn't act the way she was she used to act when I met her. Um, Betsy, I didn't even know. I had no idea. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you know, and, and mainly I've, I, you know, we talked a little bit, but I, we never actually sat down and just kind of like had a blown conversation about it or how can I help? I have always said like, oh, I'm here, you know. But I've never, I don't think I have ever got close enough to say, you know, I, I'm really here. Like, if you need me. Because I didn't know, my, I didn't want to cross that line between, you know, I'm here if you need me. Or crossing that line to personal, to my own business type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's kind of like, it's awesome the way things fall into place. And even this second recording... We actually thought, like, oh, why are we going to do a second recording again? It's not going to flow. It's not going to... 
But but (laughs) for real. (laughs) But that's when you know that you're not being fake about something, and then you're talking about something that you can relate to. That it doesn't matter how many times you say it; it comes out naturally because you live in it. And yeah, trust me. You it's a live lifestyle. in it and you... Exactly. And actually, the conversation came completely different than the conversation we had before for how... I don't even know how long that conversation was. It's a long conversation. So, it's kind of like... I think this is... If you know if God is allowing this platform to, to be able to open up... I remember when I first opened... When I first decided to open this... You know, start this podcast... I had no idea what way it was going to go. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, I'm not sure what's the point of this. You know, I already have Facebook. I already have YouTube. I already have... What's the point of another thing <laughs> to social media to talk? I already talk on Facebook. I already talk on YouTube. I already talk on Instagram. Why another one? So, I remember I did the first one. It was just kind of like, oh, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, I guess this is going to be a more motivational thing. Um, then when I spoke to Vanessa, and I was like, well, maybe you should do it with me. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, and we came out talking about last time, um, you know, how, you know, how you're not perfect and all this other stuff. Yeah. But then when I, when I was talking to Betsy about it and she came up with something, she's like, why don't you do this? And I was like, okay, so do it with us. I I heard Millie two days ago. It was two days ago? It was, it was yesterday. yesterday. Actually, no, it was, it was a day ago. A day ago. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, Sunday. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, do you listen to it? And then she's listening to Vanessa. She's like, yeah, Vanessa, you go, girl. That's exactly, that is exactly, so true. I was listening to it at school. I was like, yo. And, I, and everybody was like, what the heck? Who is she talking to? <laughs> so, and seeing that you could relate to it kind of like, I'm like, okay. So, Millie mentioned something. I'm like, it's just kind of, I'm like, okay, so come do it with us. Um, Little did I know it was going to end up us four sitting here talking about it. Um, This type of topic. But I think this is maybe this is the, the best platform for youth to be able to just express themselves mm-hmm. and kind of like bring their, their world into like this perspective of understand what, like, how can I say, a platform where you could express yourself without being judged. Yeah. And for us as adults, be able to, to understand where you guys come from mm-hmm. and also let other youth know, like, we're here for you. We're here for you because yeah. I know what you what you face and I know what you're feeling. You're not the only one. Instead of adults just talking and giving advice where we have no idea sometimes what we're talking about. And that's <laughs> and that's the realistic that's the reality of it. Um I always say there's not no one better to talk about a subject than somebody that has lived it. Yeah. Um I always say you can't preach something you haven't gone through. Yes, I always say that too. So, you know, and, you know, it's kind of like a balance of, you know what, God is here for you. You say, like you said, Vanessa, God has helped you a yeah. lot. Um, but like you also said, Millie, you don't always need a biblical answer. Um, you need that human answer, like, you know. Yeah, but it's, it's like that. It's like, just, like someone that, you know. It's like a balance. Yeah, because even though, like, okay. I know God is real and like you pray to him and you have conversations with him but sometimes you need someone physically here with yes. you like you know like it's able to hey, hold your hand and be like okay. I'm here yeah like, like you yeah. know so yeah because like I know God you know God has helped me God has um you know I have I've had to put my trust in God but I also you know I also need like a person to be yes. there for me to be there for me you know so, um, I think we are good to go. Thank you so much. I love you guys. We too. We too. So, um, the app, you can actually 